Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and now broadcasting to you live from the dank, dark basement of James Street Pub in the nation's capital of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, we bring to you Adventure in Your Ear! Starring the Tasty Tater Nut Players! Brought to you by Adipal's Bakeries and their assortment of delightful products such as Bubbly Brown, Pamper Mousse, and Deep Fried Tasty Tater Nugs. Tasty Tater Nugs, now with 2% less carcinogens. You can literally taste the intended flavor. And now, an announcement from our sponsor. Tonight, only, Adipal's Bakeries has provided James Street Pub with Bubbly Brown. On sale now at the bar for just $5.75 after tax. Just see our lovely server, Maddie. And remember, Maddie, please wear appropriate hand and eye protection while serving. What is Bubbly Brown, you ask? Don't. It's none of your damned business. <laughs> and now for our next segment of the evening. The Adventures of Nick and Ben. I knew you were the one. I knew you'd be my friend. Together we travel time, stopping Edison. Somehow we'd find the plans between now and then. These are the adventures of Nick and Ben. We begin this week's episode with our heroes, inventor extraordinaire Nikola Tesla and the pickled reanimated corpse of Benjamin Franklin unwinding at the tavern across the street from the historically accurate North Church in Boston, Massachusetts in 1790, just after foiling the evil Thomas Edison's plans for stealing the patent to Aaron Putnam's distilling process. What will Edison try to steal next? Will our heroes succeed in stopping him once again? It's anybody's guess at this point with a title like... Pigeons, tenderloins, and hysteria. That's a pretty interesting story, Benjamin, but I don't believe a word of it. Neither do I, and I was there. Hey, uh, here comes John. Uh, I I'm sure he could confirm at least some of the story. Hey, John, so what did you see? Well, uh, Father Ted and that runt of a boy he keeps around to sweep up both uh, have uh, lumps the size of goose eggs, but neither of them remember a thing. Uh, what about my stained glass window I paid three good shillings for? Yeah, what about that? I don't know, window was intact and that door was locked up tight. Well, that ain't right. Who locks a door, even a back door, to a church in 1790? That don't sound right at all, but I guess times are changing. Perhaps we could uh, be going, Benjamin. Uh, the hour, but, it runs late. Uh, but, but, but we've only been here for like five minutes and, and I, I haven't seen these good folk in centuries. You've been ranting and raving for five hours, and you've nearly drank five bottles of whiskey. Oh, we are definitely leaving. Uh, no! I, I must feel my vital fluids. You are finished, man. Nikola Tesla forcibly removes the extra-pickled Benjamin Franklin from the tavern, leaving the patrons to wonder. Well, that was the strangest story ever. You haven't heard anything yet? I wasn't talking to you. Talking to who? Oh, God, never mind. Nikola Tesla, curious about John's account of the state of the back door of the historically accurate North Church, has dragged the pickled reanimated corpse of Benjamin Franklin there to see for himself. Will you let go of me already? Are you going to continue to struggle? Ugh, fine. I, I'll, I'll be good. Look, 
The stained glass is intact. Indeed. Very curious. And there is a very sturdy lock on this door. Hmm. Uh, the stained glass is different. Uh, the poses aren't the same. And I do believe there is an extra nephew. Flipping bullsnot! You are right! <laughs> At that moment, a Tesla carrier pigeon lands on Nikola Tesla's shoulder. Yes, well, what is it? Oh, how is your wing? Yes, I do recall you had an altercation with a windmill. <coughs> yes, you're good. Seriously? Um, how is it these pigeons of yours can find us anywhere in time? I do not know. I never asked. Why, why would I jinx a good thing? Oh, fine. Uh, what's Edison up to this time? One moment. Uh, yes. yes. Gasp! Edison has been spotted in 1878 in Paris, France. Well, what's so strange about that? It's well within his timeline. Maybe he's on a vacation. Trust the pigeons, my friend. Trust. Oh, let's make our way back to the time machine. He has been spotted at Exposition Universelle snooping around. He could be after any number of things. The worst part is, I remember Edison recounting his successes, showcasing an improved version of Graham Bell's phone, as well as a phonograph. We cannot allow him to meet his younger self. Or steal patents. I must compliment you on some excellent exposition. That's really not funny. Tenderloins! Ah! Ah. Sirloins, ham hocks, brisket. Ah, real cheap. Out of our way, little man. We have a world's fair to save. Uh, wait, I might be interested in some brisket. No time, man. Move along, meat vendor. That man was strange. I, didn't he not seem familiar to you? Uh, no, not at all. Look, the time machine, just where we left it, outside Captain Jackson's not-yet-historically-accurate chocolate factory. But that man... Oh, just get in, Tessels. And just yes, uh, forward, uh, uh, to the future. Just dial it in. Uh, all right. Fine. Nikola Tesla and Benjamin Franklin hop into H.G. Wells' time machine, setting the dial to adventure. Fast forward to Paris, France. May 1st, 1878, 10.06 a.m., 17 degrees Celsius. Partly cloudy, but clearing in the afternoon. Light winds from the southwest. A perfect opening day for the historically accurate Exposition Universelle. The 1878 Paris World's Fair. Or is it? The nefarious patent thief Thomas Edison has plans to make things far more fair for himself. Ah, Paris, I remember you so well and so bitterly. Curse are you small-minded people for your hatred of my megaphone. What would be the point of creating a megaphone that is small and portable? It wouldn't have been mega, then would it? It's hard to shout at people in your employ two miles away without walking two blasted miles. But these small-minded imbeciles couldn't see that practical application. How did it benefit the death? Why is it only six feet long? It's too heavy, too fragile, too bad, 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 bad. 
is that horrible man talking to, René? I don't know, but he's raving on and on like a lunatic. Perhaps he is suffering from hysteria? <laughs> My apologies, ladies. You mentioned hysteria. I am interested in hysteria. Ah, but he is funny, old man. Have you come for the Exposition Universelle? Indeed I have. <laughs> oh, do not come any closer or I will be forced to summon the gendarmerie. Ah, but he is a funny, sad man, René. Perhaps he has come to the Expo to find treatment for his hysteria? But you know, Bernadette, that only women suffer from hysteria. <laughs> That is exactly why I have come. That, and to tie up a few loose ends. <laughs> oh, he has it really bad. Tenderloins! Yeah! Where did you crawl out of, despicable little man? Sirloins, ham hocks, briskets, super cheap. I have no interest in your foul-smelling products. Can I at least show you what a great deal you're passing up? Ooh. These don't look half bad, actually. Um, and that brisket looks very fresh. But I am on a mission, and these fine ladies here... What ladies? Dad blast it! They buggered off! If I didn't know any better, I'd say your tenderloin ploy was just a way of distracting me from my real purpose, of stealing the prototype for Granville's hammer. Where did that despicable little meat vendor go? Oh well, into the expo I go. So with much fanfare and pop, Edison's heads into the historically accurate Exposition Universelle only to be stopped at the entrance because, still dressed as a janitor, he forgot his wallet in his trousers back in the catacombs of the historically accurate North Shirts of 1790. No oh, Thus giving our heroes Tesla and Franklin a head start in deducing what Edison's evil scheme is this time. To disguise their time machine, they have landed it amongst the art display at the World's Fair. Well, I, I must compliment you on a fine landing, Tessels. You may. I just did. Amongst all these art exhibits, our time machine should go unnoticed. Just one detail to take care of. Let me add a description. Um, uh, uh, just, just let me get my bifocals on here. Um, it reads, The Decadence of the Nobles. Huh? Yes, uh, at the beginning of the French Revolution, the unruly mob gathered up all the nobles and beheaded them. The time machine looks like a pimped-out carriage, an art piece, if you like. Well, good for them. We'll make Americans of the entire world yet. It's our manifest destiny. The entire world does not want that. Your arrogance often astounds me. My arrogance is well documented. Yes, it is. Can we please get on with stopping Edison? Yes, yes, of course. <coughs> um... Let's search in that direction. Uh, no, we must clearly go this way. Oh, whatever. So, so, what are you doing at this point in time? Shouldn't you be here poking young evil Edison with a stick? At this point in my life, I was living in Maribor, Slovenia, working as a draftsman. I had not yet crossed paths with Edison. It is not a proud time. Oh, I can hear the violins now. What? No, seriously, I can hear violins. Can't you hear them? Uh, has Edison somehow managed to compromise your hearing? There is nothing wrong with my hearing. 
I could swear that you have the brain of a five-year-old at times. Well, in my defense, I'm drunk. A drunk five-year-old. Yes, yes, but look. Is that Edison over there at that display? It is. That is young Edison and those men he is currently bickering with are his business partners, Alexander Graham Bell and Elisha Gray. They uh, all hate each other. Oh, do I need to ask why? Uh, no, but I shall tell you anyway. Of course you will. Bell invented that device I have in my home that allows one to talk to people very far I, away. I like that one. Gray insists that it is based on his ideas, and Edison, well, he stole both their ideas of and course. improved upon them. Uh, they are all here to collect the same award. Of course. That's insane. Uh, perhaps, perhaps not. Uh, who am I to judge? Excusez-moi, monsieur. Oh, bonjour, mademoiselle. Oh, here we go again. My name is Bernadette, and this here is my friend René. Oh, Benjamin Franklin, at your service. Ooh, you are named after the famous American founding father. Um, the one and the same. Um, seriously. And who is your tall, dark, lanky, mysterious-looking friend? Uh, Nikola Tesla. And you carry such a long, handsome whip, Monsieur Tesla. A Tesla coil. Is, is there a point to this confrontation? Oh, he is so rude. Now, now, Tessels, no need to put the ladies off. Oh, why did I not end up with a pickled John Hancock? What? Uh, nothing. Uh, never mind my colleague, ladies. Uh, what can I do for you? We have been searching and searching for the medical exhibits, but we have not been able to find them. Specifically, the exhibits by Monsieur Vigoureux, Monsieur Boudet, and the Monsieur Granville. They have come up with very interesting treatments for hysteria. <laughs> uh, I have some very interesting treatments for hysteria, if, if you catch my drift. Yes, 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 I'm sure you do. We don't have time for this. Shoo, ladies. Shoo, 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 shoo. Oh, well, I never. That man, he is so rude. So rude. Oh, great job there, Tessels. So much for Benji's sexy time. Time is not sexy. It is just time. Um, you, you haven't got a romantic bone in your body, do you? Uh, no, there are no bones in the human body called romantic. While our heroes bicker over the merits of time, sexy time, or any other kind of time, the evil Thomas Edison has entered the technologies exhibit and found his younger self engaged in a heated debate with Alexander Graham Bell and Elisha Gray. I came up with that first. I've been using that for two blooming years now, eh? Well, I improved upon both your ideas. Shut, Shut up, Edison. Edison. Oh. Fine, I'll just go play with my phonograph. Go toot your monstrosity of a megaphone while you're at it. I hate you both. You can always telephone somebody who cares, eh? Ha. Nice, Alex. Real nice. Shut up, Gray. Well, that's embarrassing watching my younger self being cut down by those nitwits, Bell and Gray. But I can't let myself get distracted from the real prize of this venture. The ultimate cure for women's hysteria. <laughs> 
Will the evil Thomas Edison manage to steal and patent the ultimate inventions to cure women's hysteria and change the verdict that history handed him on the invention of his massive megaphone? Will Nick and Ben manage to get over Ben's need for sexy time and discover Edison's plans? Find out in our next thrilling episode of The Adventures of Nick and Ben entitled Lady Liberty Has a Really Big Mouth. These are the adventures of Nick and Ben. Nick and Ben.